When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. The scoreboard's at three to two. Yeah, it is. Randy Scott taking the advantage over me in the wedding reception ban versus DJ debate. Tim Hasselbeck, our ESPN NFL analyst. I did not expect him to side with you, Randy Scott. He's on the right side of history, though. He did it in a backhanded way. It was the opposite of a compliment sandwich. You know, it was, it was, uh, he wrapped his hand in barbed wire and smacked me with it. <laughs> He did, but uh-huh. you still got a point on the board, so I would take it. Worth it. I, I, I'm here to win. It's Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can always weigh in on the conversation because we do have a running tally going here. If you are going to a wedding, the reception is kicking off. Do you want to see a DJ performing or a band? 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Randy, you said you're here to win. Which Major League Baseball team do you think positioned themselves the best to win after the baseball trade deadline? Oh, man. I really liked what Houston did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Houston's just had some some question marks in their rotation. Justin Verlander has turned around the start of his season. Uh, and Verlander knows what it takes to win in that ballpark. Knows what it takes to win in that uniform. Has won in that uniform. Um, you could say Verlander's a winner as well uh, of the trade deadline because it gets out of New York. And New York has... You know, the Mets have made it clear they're not competing this year and probably not competing next year. And when you're 40 years old, uh, you know, your own your own career, your your career's mortality uh, is staring you in the face. And if you want an opportunity to win in a place where you're comfortable for Justin Verlander, that's Houston. So I, I, I liked what they did. I was a little frustrated uh, by the Braves' lack of movement. I feel like there are some pitching questions there. And I say that as a Braves fan. Mm. Um, and I, I feel like, I don't know, do you want to say the Angels are winners? Because at the very least, Michelle, they still hold in their hand a ticket to the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. If they had traded him, <laughs> you're making a face. If they had traded him, uh, they guarantee themselves to be the team that lost Otani. And for now, maybe it's delaying the inevitable, but at least they can occupy a space where it's still a possibility. No. I think that they wow, that was really messed up by not dealing him at the deadline. I'm kind of, It's kind of counterintuitive for me, Randy. Buckle up. We're about to go on a stream of consciousness Let's for me here do it, do it. as a baseball fan. So I love teams that go for it. So I really respect them not only pushing the chips in on this season and making a playoff push. They went out and got Lucas Shealito. They obviously pulled Shohei Otani off of the table. But they're saying, long term, we want to make sure that, as you said, we have a ticket to at least have the chance that the best player in baseball could remain in our laundry. However, I think self-awareness is very important. And I think the Angels need to have self-awareness. They have had the best player in baseball. They've had multiple of the best players in baseball. Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. They had Albert Pujols for a beat. They can't build around these guys. And there is still no guarantee that you're going to get really anything other than a low-level draft pick back for this guy when he ultimately decides his future. I know that he loves 
his life with the Angels. I know he loves pitching in that ballpark and that they think that that comfort level could potentially lure him back. They think that the only missing piece of the pie is that they can't win. And their only way of retaining him is by proving that they're going for it and that they can get into the playoffs. However, I am a very measured person. And I don't think that this is going to be a threat come playoff time. I don't think that long-term what they did this year is going to be enough to entice him to stay. So I think that while right now we're saying, yay, you went for it, we could be talking about a disastrous decision that sets this franchise back a long time. They could have replenished the farm system and really zagged, and I think they're going to regret it ultimately. Okay, okay, yes, but, okay, we're going to yes and this. This is improv. Okay, here, right, we, go. I learned here it. we go. I learned it from Keegan Michael Key when he was here. No big deal. Oh, he came wow. through a couple times. What a flex. He, he appreciated. Don't hurt your back while you're <laughs> picking up that name you just dropped. Be yeah. careful. He appreciated my appreciation for <laughs> uh, for his show Friends from College on Netflix. It's a tremendous, uh, tremendous watch. Now, I hate that it got canceled. I, it was only two seasons. It was so, amazing. That show, friend, friends, friends from college, right? Friends from college yeah. and How to Make It in America, which was on HBO, tragically short. Both okay, very different shows though. Very uh, different, but both could have used uh, at least two more seasons, in my opinion. Uh, How to Make It in America was was dramatic, was it not? Brian Greenberg, great. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. <laughs> I walked right into that. That's amazing. This is a nice little nice little plug that you gave the city. Um, <laughs> but so we're gonna yes and this, and so I will take your point. I will say yes and uh, what you what you uh, have, have I don't know have proven or have demonstrated is a lack of ability to win with the best player in the game. Fine, but what you are buying your team is confidence. What you are buying your team is a demonstration to future free agents that you will not deal them for. Uh, ahead of, uh, you know, giving them every opportunity to maximize or realize the potential and the promises that you made when you landed them. And I don't think that this idea that they could replenish our farm system is a guarantee or would have been a guarantee. I guess we'll never know now. Because if that were the case, you should have traded him last year. When you trade a rental, I mean, the, the reason the Padres got what they got for Juan Soto or rather they gave up what they gave up to get Juan Soto, is because they had his control for another full season after the trade deadline. That was not the case with Otani. And so if they were going to make this move, it was a year ago. This was predetermined from the start of this season. They were never going to get what they thought they needed for Otani, what they thought they deserved for Otani, in order to be the people who traded away a modern-day Babe Ruth. You can definitely get more now at the deadline than you can if he walks out the door. Mm -hmm. And... Do not underestimate the desperation factor of some of these teams to go out there and acquire this guy if they think that, I mean, it's it's a void conversation well, because he's off. But at yeah. the deadline, people get anxious. And if he's out there, they teams might have been willing to meet the asking price. I know another reason that the Angels reportedly pulled him off the table is they weren't necessarily thrilled with some of the, the offerings that they were getting from other teams. But as that clock was ticking closer to deadline time, if he was still available... There's always somebody out there that will be willing to meet the price, especially for this guy. But I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Artie Moreno loves to collect stars, and I don't think he wanted to be known as the guy that had to deal the greatest player of our generation. Uh, we, we've talked about it here in, in, in studio. It's not my original point, but it's a great one. Uh, some, it was Harry. Harry turned, and he goes, wasn't there a curse on the team that traded away Babe Ruth? And we were like, yeah. Curse of the Bambino. And he goes, and isn't Otani a modern-day Babe Ruth? We're like, yeah. He goes, why would you invite a curse on your team 
by trading a modern day Babe Ruth. It is so hard to mm. lose. Got it, it's so hard to lose the best player in a trade. It is so hard to do that. And apparently Artie Moreno was not even willing to entertain it. The, the curse was broken, though. It took a long time. How it many? It took a long. Did it take a long? Yeah. How many? It took a long and, time. Hey, when they won, when the Red Sox won the World Series, do you remember who they beat? Yeah, I do. Swept the Cardinals. I'm sorry. What year? I need to be more specific. Because 2004, happened. celebrated on the field. Terrible Jimmy Fallon movie about it. Don't forget. Because it's happened multiple times. Yes. Mm. Yes. You're right. That was. Yeah. Was that Fever Pitch? No. Perfect. Yeah, it was rough. Summer yeah. Catch. No, that's Freddie Prince Jr. That was another Come Massachusetts. Come on, get your terrible baseball movie. Well, it was a, line, Randy Scott. It was a terrible baseball movie. It was based in Massachusetts. I, I lose. I lose track. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I just think that the Angels are going to look back on this if he walks out the door and think, man, we took a big swing and it was a big miss. Or or yeah. he could stay and then they could just continue to have the best player in baseball be relevant and not win a World Series because I don't think that they'll be able to get it done. All right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too down on them. I. But I am because of the sample size that I have. I think it's warranted. If we if if they go to a postseason, if they if they go if they go to one series, if they're one and done, like they were with Mike Trout in twenty fourteen, if they were one and done, is that a successful move hanging on to Otani? Does he leave? And he leaves. Then no, of course I think, not. I think the Mets are clearing money to make a run at Otani. Truly. I think I think you, you part ways with the Verlander contract, with the Scherzer contract. Whatever else, uh, David Robertson, whoever else it is, and I think they're clearing room for that. Okay. Can't win if you don't play. That's true. But they have played, and they have not won. (laughs) And so we'll see how that works out moving forward. He is Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Canteen Carlin, and Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We've been having a debate all day. If you're going to a wedding, do you want to see a band or a DJ at the reception. We have a scoreboard on the screen here. Randy is currently beating me with a tally of three to two. Let's go to a caller. Let's go to Brian in Florida. I'm feeling lucky about this one, Brian. Don't let me down. Brian, are you there? Brian, hello. Brian in Florida, right hello. Here. All right, uh, what do you got? Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, Brian. Okay, so... Uh, I'm a drummer, so I got to go with band because you don't even have to be a great band at a wedding. You just have to be able to play good dance music, and the vibe and the energy coming off the stage is, is infectious to all the people that are there at the wedding, and everybody has a great time. You bring the bride up on stage. You let her sing a song. You let them dance. I mean, it's all good. It's very cool. All right. It sounds like we need to put one more for the band. Thank you okay. so much, Brian in Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. You bring the Okay. You're pandering. A DJ could bring a bride up to sing a song, too. DJ Just has saying. a mic. Just saying. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more baseball. We are joined <laughs> now as we even the score uh-huh. on the debate here by our ESPN Major League Baseball analyst, Eduardo Perez. Eduardo, thanks so much for the time. We were just discussing winners and losers of the MLB trade deadline. Which team do you think positioned themselves the best to win the World Series following the deadline? Probably the Houston Astros. And it's not because they did a lot of moves. It's because eventually when they ended up getting Justin Verlander, then you have Jordan Alvarez, you get Jose Altuve back healthy. You add also another piece to the bullpen. Uh, I think 
that they positioned themselves where they needed to be, and I think this was a total surprise because no one thought that Scherzer and Verlander at the trade deadline were going to be where the, in the situation they were from New York. I mean, Texas did a lot, um, and getting Corey Seager back yesterday and having and, and him showing that he's healthy from the thumb plays, but for some reason you cannot ignore the fact that the Houston Astros, I think, are better than they were last year. And that was, I mean, they, they are a consistent participant and deep run uh, in the postseason. What do you feel like was the issue with, I mean, we saw Max Scherzer today and we saw Verlander have his battles uh, in New York. It, it seems like both the Rangers and the Astros are getting guys who are turning the corners on their respective seasons. If, if you had to identify a struggle for each of these guys with the Mets, what do you think it was, Eduardo? Well, I think I think look, a lot has to do also with the uh, with the new rules, right? You get the the clock with Scherzer. I think he was trying to battle that since spring training. Uh, Verlander did not start the season, missed a, you know missed some time on the IL uh, with the sore shoulder, and I think that's going to help him actually during the long run with Houston because he doesn't have a lot of innings under his belt this year. But you look at those two guys, and and let's not forget another thing: Scherzer was suspended for those ten days because of the foreign substance on 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 his hand, uh, even though he continued to deny it. The spin rate is down, and it's just a different Max Scherzer that we're accustomed to because it's not that much of a bite with the slider. We're going to find out in Texas if he's going to be able to get that spin rate up. Um, if not, we might see the same type of outcome. And, and, and it, for Max Scherzer, it's not giving you eight innings anymore. It's being able to give you six strong innings and Bruce Bochy doing what Bruce Bochy does and using his using his bullpen really well to try to get a win out of those Texas Rangers in the games that he starts. We're talking baseball trade deadline with our ESPN Sunday Night Baseball analyst, Eduardo Perez. And Eduardo, right before you joined us, Randy and I were having a debate about the Angels deciding to hang on to Shohei Otani. Randy thinks it was a smart move because it gives them a ticket to the long-term Otani sweepstakes. I thought it was a mistake that they should have dealt him and replenished the farm system. Which side of the table are you on when it comes to the Angels keeping Otani? I'm on yours. I'm on yours. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> but it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Uh, look, if you want to get Shohei Otani, and he's already said, I want to be in a winner. I want to contend. How the how in the heck are you going to contend for the long haul if your farm system is last out of the 30 teams? Right now they are 30th of 30 when it comes to farm systems. He would have brought in a haul, and I think he would have probably made that farm system a top-ten farm system with the type of players he could have commanded. And the entire league was waiting to see if he was going to be um, up for grabs as far as the trade deadline. As soon as Artie Moreno instructed his general manager, Perry Menagin, to say, no, we are going to be buyers, he's staying here. And I get it. I understand as a businessman, he's thinking – look, he's going to bring me a lot of money these last two months of the season. But if you looked at their schedule in the month of August and September, it's ridiculous. And it is a tough schedule that I have no doubt that Shohei Otani will continue to hit. I love the fact that Perry Menagin went out there and got some players to contribute with 17 uh, players that are on the IL right now, 17 including Mike Trout. We don't know when he's going to come back. I just think it's a tough task to ask Shohei Otani 
and and these guys in this type of schedule to make the postseason. Let's say they do not make the postseason, and then let's say they do not land Shohei Otani. The uh, the then California Angels that are now that were the Anaheim Angels and now are the LA Angels will I believe become the most irrelevant team in the next seven years because their farm system it is depleted. It is the worst right now in baseball. And because of that, I just don't know. And I don't see how it's good business to try to keep Otani instead of having Delton. And then in the off season, say, you know what? You tested the grass, you tested the grass on the other side and it's not as green as it is here in Anaheim. Come on back. And now we have better players to be able to go deep into postseason runs for the future. Um, I just don't get it. But fans will go if you win. And I get it. Fans go to see Shohei Otani DH and everything. But what if you don't land both? The wins and Shohei. Yeah, What's what left then? of the organization? Yeah. yeah what, what then? It's, it, 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 Angels, so it's not just being... Are you convinced yeah. now? Are you convinced I, now that you were wrong? I'm, I feel defeatist. I, I think... I, it's like you know, I, I sound like I sound like somebody with a with a gambling problem or a lottery problem or whatever it is because I'm like, well, you can't win if you don't play, and those are the guys who you know have a lottery ticket in one hand and then a cup of spare change in the other outside of a convenience store. But but truly, the one way to guarantee that Shohei Otani doesn't play for your team next season is to have traded him. And so I get from Artie Moreno's. No, you think you trade him to get him back? I don't Absolutely. It's happened before. We saw Sidney Ponson uh, being dealt from the Baltimore Orioles, uh, go for a stretch run, then sign right back with the Baltimore Orioles. We've seen Aroldis Chapman get traded. They ended up getting Glaber Torres with the Chicago Cubs. Aroldis Chapman won a World Series with the Chicago Cubs. And the New York Yankees came back and signed them and gave them a multi-year deal. I think it's possible. As a matter of fact, you would become a better team, and it's actually a better sell to tell them, come back home. We missed you. And, oh, by the way, look at all the plays we got for you. And now we're going to be better because of it. Beautifully said. I know. I I know. Amazing. Thank you so much. You want to ask him the DJ and wedding band conversation? Yes, we're going to wrap up with that. But before that, I want to ask you about the Yankees. A lot of people were wondering what the Yankees would do at the deadline. Uh, a small move, nothing major, nothing that really registered on the Richter scale. What what was the reaction to what you were hearing around baseball about what the Yankees did at the at the trade deadline? Well, it's exactly what I thought they would do. Um, it's frustrating. If you're a Yankee fan, you have to be definitely frustrated with the team. But it's not a team that's like 10 games under 500 or even 500. They're, it's, it's, they're, they're, in a, they're in a tough division. They always have been, and they've always dominated that tough division. Are they the oldest team in the league? Yes, they are. Are they the slowest team in the league? Yes, they are, analytically speaking. But the reality is when you have lost Aaron Judge for 50-plus games during the regular season, the last step was for 42, you're not going to be that good or as good as you thought you were going to be. Aaron Judge is a difference maker. He's a, he's a, that's why he got paid what he got paid. And you need him in the lineup. And as soon as he gets his timing back, I believe he can carry this team and could, and, and with John Carlos Stanton, just like they did in, in 2019. And they're going to go after it, but they know that it's not after the division. It's after a wild card. They're three and a half out, if I'm not mistaken, starting the day. 
Mm-hmm. They're not going to be the powerhouse, but they will they have a chance? Will Aaron Judge get hot? I say yes. Will Garrett Cole stay consistent? I say yes. They're going to need a supporting cast. And Brian Cashman is giving Aaron Boone a chance. And I know people are frustrated. I get it. I understand it because it's New York and you expect to be in the postseason every year. But you don't suck as bad as you think you suck. And that's the truth. And, you know, but if they go on a run, this team can get to the postseason. And once you get to the postseason, anything can happen. He's our ESPN MLB analyst, Eduardo Perez. Eduardo, thanks so much for the time and for the correct opinion about Shohei Otani. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. He's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. I didn't ask him about DJs versus bands because I just couldn't take it if he sided with me twice during the segment, Randy. I spared you on that one. We'll keep it tied. I appreciate that. Coming up next, Austin Eckler stopped by and chatted with Randy and myself earlier today. And he told us about the running back situation right now in the NFL. You'll hear his thoughts next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Alongside Randy Scott, I'm Michelle Smallman, Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. We are in for the guys, Canteen Carlin. And Randy, I don't think either one of them would have appreciated the robot move that you just did to Lil Wayne. What? It wasn't a robot. It was, it was, was kind more, of a robot move. I was just more leaning back in my chair. Is there some, is there some white guy overbite going on in here? <laughs> some white guy lip biting? For sure. For sure. You know, but, we we like Canty and Carlin. We're not trying to disrespect the show here. We're not silent. Lock it up. We're not. We, Lock you know, it up. Some things happen behind the scenes that people don't need, don't need to know about. I'm just telling you that energy cannot carry on into the segment. We need to lock it up. We need to not robot dance to Lil Wayne. But we had a great conversation earlier today with Chargers running back Austin Eckler. We wanted to revisit some of the comments he made because one of the biggest storylines in the NFL offseason has been the state of the running back. The deterioration, if you will, of the value of the running back. And Austin Eckler led the charge for most of his peers, a lot of the top-name running backs in the league. They all hopped on a Zoom and discussed not only the state of what was going on, but what potential moves could be moving forward. And Randy, shortly after the public got word of that Zoom, one of the members of the Zoom, Saquon Barkley, ended up signing his his one-year deal with the New York Giants. How would you have felt if you were one of the guys on, on that call that right after you rap, basically Saquon takes this deal? I'd be like, oh man, you're sending a message here. Like, understand the optics of it because we're going to blast out the fact that we had this summit. So, whatever yeah. the next move, whatever the first move is, is under a microscope. And I remember, I will never forget looking at my phone and seeing the news of Saquon signing and having it be like, you know, uh, Chris Carlin even said it was like, this is a colossally poor business decision. Dan Orlovsky being like, is he trying to get himself traded? Is he trying to make it his contract easier to trade? Like, it was that level of scrutiny, and it's the first one after the summit. So I remember having some questions about what was discussed during the summit. Well, what was Austin Eckler's reaction to finding out that Saquon Barkley took that one-year deal with the Giants right after this Zoom with his peers? Here's the Chargers running back. 
I thought that was great. We need to go keep making an impact. If you and your team and your scenario feel like, hey, we want to get back out there, we'll take this contract now. It'll be a one year, but we're going to get back out there and continue to do that. Go do that. If you want to be in a situation differently where you think that's a power stance, like maybe with Josh Jacobs, what's going on there, then take that. Whatever you see as the best play for you moving forward, you and your team have to come up with that because it's an individual basis. You can't make a general assumption for every running back and every you know guy that got franchised. But if he's like, okay, look, Look, I'm going to play on a one-year. He's taking the risk there, obviously. He was going to be forced into the franchise tag, it seems like, anyway. So, all right, he got a little bit more out of the deal, which is amazing. Um, and now, guess what? He gets to go prove again why he is going to be a huge contributor to that New York offense. Okay, can I jump in on one word there? Yeah, absolutely. Go the, ahead. The word again? Because I remember as we're having this conversation with Austin, because that was not the only time that he used that word. He was talking about his own production. He said, oh, I guess I'll have to go out there because he also signed a very short-term deal, and he said, I guess I'll have to go out there and have 20 touchdowns again and score fantasy points again. And I appreciate the candor. I appreciate the fact that Austin Eckler leans in to the fantasy element, but I also respect the fact that he's already saying, I've done this. Saquon has done this. We have proven ourselves already. And he points out how seemingly running back is one of those rare positions and not rare in a good way, but rare positions where you have to do it again. You have to prove yourself over and over. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, they talked about it on the Zoom. What's going to happen next? How are we going to continue to fight this battle? And we asked him if there was any more plans to continue with these Zoom meetings. If we were going to see the running backs in the NFL continue to get together and discuss ways through this issue. Here's what Austin Eckler had to say. Yeah, we're definitely going to revisit it. And I think it's something that us as a a union have to do better in the future is continue to get on more frequent calls, which um, we have our new executive director right now. So it's been, you know, a work in progress getting Lloyd up to speed. In the main portion of the union, it's players. We have our staff, yes, but players are the union. So if we want to have change, if we want to talk about discussions, it needs to be player-led. Um, and we have to go out there and actually put those together. So absolutely, there's going to be more of those. When? Who knows? Yeah, there's definitely got to be more conversations about all of this. And Randy, I, I expect that 
it's not going to get much better for these running backs, and they're going to have to continue to have these conversations. It, it's it's there's no there's no financial reason for the NFL to pay running backs more. There's no financial reason for the NFL to try to improve the treatment, longevity, uh, the state of the running back position. And the NFL, we have seen repeatedly, Michelle, in, in good ways and in bad ways. And I say good ways in terms of a collective bargaining agreement, raising you know the the minimum that a team has to spend. I mean, the NFL was ahead of other leagues, other pro, you know, major, the North American major, uh, you know, four sports leagues in instituting a floor and making it competitive and insisting that team owners embrace and understand that. But that has no bearing on individual positions. Um, When fans have demonstrated that they want to see passing that, that, you know, exciting football is through the air and through the air predominantly and offenses move that way anyway, there's, Mm -hmm. there's no reason for this position to get paid more I hate it because that's not the football that you and I grew up watching, Michelle. No, but no. it is what it is. And, and, and the NFL follows the money. The NFL does what is best for its sustainability, its longevity, and it does that based on a bottom-line business. And the running back position is not lucrative to them. That's how they feel. He's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. And coming up next, Randy has his best play of the night, and we're going to go three and out. Keep it here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. We've been talking about pressure a lot on Canty and Carlin today on ESPN Radio. Who has more pressure on them, Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers? What about Nathaniel Hackett? Pressure on him. But no one has more pressure on them than our next caller, Randy Scott, because all day long, a through line of the show today Mm. has weirdly been... If you go to a wedding, when the reception rolls around, who do you want churning out the tunes? Is it a band or is it a DJ? Right now, we are tied three to three. Glenner is on the line. 
from Alaska, and he has the deciding vote. Glenner, DJ, or band? Yes, I do. No pressure at all. It's an easy one. And I'm going to give you quick three quick reasons why the DJ is better. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no. and, and I'll tell you, let me, let me go. Let's go. Hey, a band can only play at one volume. A DJ can bring it down. A band isn't going to be able to play everything they want. The bride wants R&B. The groom wants country. Uh, the father of the bride wants rock. And Nana wants polka. You're not going to find a band that does that. And what happens every 40 minutes? The band takes a 15-minute break. And guess what happens? They play recorded music. So you're not getting your most bang for the buck. A DJ can play for five hours about the same price a band could play for two, leaving you more money at the reception for alcohol. Boom. Oh, my man. I thought I was done having kids. I may have to have a son and name him Glenner. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Randy, I'm bitter about this because I know my position is the correct one. We just got the wrong callers. But congratulations on your victory. You are victorious today. Thank you. Um, Michelle... Michelle Smallman, I've got how how many L's in that total? Three, four. It's four now. Hmm. Walk four. right into that one. Let's go. You know, oh, come you on. know what? Let's. Randy is lucky today. He's lucky with the colors we got. So let's see lucky. if he can have a great play. It's oh, time yes. for the play of the night. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, we're going baseball tonight. Uh, okay. As a matter of fact, I like three specific plays. So we're going to five-leg parlay. I like three okay. legs in the Yankees-Astros game. I'm going to go the over eight and a half. I think the Yankees are starting to hit. I know the Astros can hit. Astros get out of the team hotel putting five runs on the board, especially at Yankee Stadium, short porch and right, which is also why I like Chaz McCormick to have an over on the total bases. He's swinging a hot bat lately. He's at 15 home runs on his season. That's it's hot for him. He's got so the over or under for total bases is half of a base. He gets on base, we cash, and then I think the Astros win money line. So I'm going to take over eight and a half Astros money line. Chaz McCormick over total bases at a half a base. Then we're going to go out west. Dodgers host in Oakland. They're throwing Jose Urias at Oakland. You're not only going to take the money line, you're going to take the run line. Because the uh, the Dodgers win by two or more. They're hosting the lowly athletics. And then Shohei Otani in Seattle. He mashes against, or rather, no, he's at home. Against the Mariners. Mashes against the Mariners. We're going to take him over, over under total bases of one and a half. And that pays out at plus 12.58. You bet 10 bucks, you win $135.83. So get the to your uh, Caesar Sportsbook app and get out there and let's do it. Listen to Randy Scott. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Okay, Randy Scott. Since you unfortunately were the winner of our big big debate today, we've got three things on the board for three and out. I'm going to let you choose the order: the Somalian runner, Jim Irsay saving whales. Or toys 
as athletes. Uh, toys versus athletes. Let's go. We spent time on this. Okay, we did. So I saw the Barbie movie this week. I thought it was outstanding. I openly wept in the theater. But because I am who I am, I have spent a weird amount of time thinking about athletes, specifically NFL players, and if they were toys. Can I give you an example? Yes, please. Go. All right. I'm so excited for this. Barbie's the queen of the universe, right? She is number one in the pecking order. So Patrick Mahomes slash Joe Burrow, oh. they are Barbie. You okay. know who's Ken? Josh Allen. The whole plot of the movie is that Ken wants to be number one, but he can't because Barbie exists. Josh Allen is dying to get to a Super Bowl. He's dying to take that next step and be the number one guy. But it's hard for him to do so when Barbie, a.k.a. Joe Burrow, slash Patrick Mahomes, exists. Oh, I like that a lot. I went a different route. So my Barbie is Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill is the center of everything in Miami. Nothing works without Tyreek Hill. It's not Tua. Mm. It's not Jalen Waddell. And then for Ken, I went with the accessory to the main, because Ken truly is the accessory to the main event. The main event's Justin Jefferson. So I went with Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins also seemingly has hair that doesn't move and it's perfectly sideswept. So some of these are aesthetic. (laughs) Some of these are aesthetic and then some of these are also functional. All right, try this one on for size. Mm -hmm. See if it fits. Mm Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott as a Rubik's Cube. How sick would it be if you could complete a Rubik's Cube? Okay. It, it, it looks great, but somehow you just can never quite figure it out. Yeah. And that's I, Dak. I got Joe Burrow as a Rubik's Cube. Wow. Because, Go on. Yeah, because they, they're still tinkering in Cincinnati, trying to get the formula right, trying to make the adjustments, turn the dial, spin the thing. I can't do a Rubik's Cube. I'm not sure how to do it. And, and, and once you get it unlocked, that's when you win a Super Bowl. So I feel like the, the Bengals tinkering continues with, with Joe Burrow. I got Dak as a jack-in-the-box. Oh. A Dak-in-the-box, as it were. Really? Because, well, because, you know, you play beautiful music, and then, and then when you need him in a big spot, the Joker comes out and he turns the football over. See, that's kind of how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. You're like, oh, the hair is great. He's so nice. Look at the plaid. He's rolling in Cole's cash. He's a <laughs> he's a serviceable quarterback. Great at some time. But then all of a sudden you're turning it and he cranks out an unbelievable pass to Justin Jefferson and you're like, wow. Oh, he's rolling. That dad can really play. Cole's cash. Oh, he loves the Cole's cash. Oh my God. His collar's buttoned down. <laughs> what a fun pre-end oh, with you randy man. scott thanks so much so fun smalls thank you let's do it again and thank you of course to mark and Giovante as well doing great work behind the scenes in bristol it's canty and carlin on espn and e- espn radio and the espn app 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.